G'dads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, eSport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokedads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. Welcome to this episode of Pokedads, episode 117. Where we trim the fat. Yes, we do. By eliminating Rick. (laughs) And Scott, and Adam, and everybody. Yeah, exactly. Now it's just down to the final two. Um, we talk about Scarlet and Violet, give our first impressions, and kind of ramble about some stuff we'd like to see and what we did see. Mm-hmm. And what else did we talk about? We talked about the Reggie box. Yep, good old Reginald box. We'll um, call him Reginald from now on. Yeah, his name is Reginald Gigas. I 100% support this, and so should all of you, by listening to this podcast. Enjoy. This is uh, your home for all Pokemon-related news, uh, decks, and pulls, and other fun stuff. And if you open really cool packs with cool pulls, make sure you text our line at 815-782-0202. I am your host, Pokedad Intern Drew, and with me, as per usual, is... Pokedad Aaron. And nobody else. No. Trim the fat. Only the good dads. Yes, today. that's it. That's all. This is it from now on, guys. Nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man um, but it's back it, it's it's fun to come back and do this and uh, i'm happy to hang out with you aaron how's your week man my week um let's see i had my third year anniversary with my wife congrats yep actually yesterday oh so, right on it was a good time the kid was with the um the mom or the grandma not the mom <laughs> and we went out to Fogo de Chao, which is a Brazilian like steakhouse where they literally um just come come by with a bunch of different meats on skewers and go, What kind of rare do you want it? Medium rare, rare, and they just like cut you little slices and you just eat meat for like an hour and a half. That also, sounds amazing. Dude, I was dying for at least a solid I didn't we didn't eat dinner because we were still full. We ate, we went there on lunch. We started at twelve thirty and we left at two when they closed down to get ready for two- for dinner. Two oh, hours of meat, man. What a way to spend Lamb, steak, chicken. They also have a really nice salad bar with like prosciutto. They have like brown sugar, like crusted bacon on there too. You can just like just pick up whenever you want. Uh, filet mignons, 
bacon wrapped chicken, bacon wrapped steak. It's places they had some delicious lamb chops and other stuff. It was it's great. It's great. Um, that so, sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, let's see. Other than that, um, I may be starting that new other other D and D thing here soon. So I'm picking up a, a third uh, thing with that. And that's really and my kids out of school. Where's oh, that? Summertime. Let's go. Yep. Hey, you uh, you and the kid got anything fun planned for the summer? No, not yet. At least. Um, He's not typically very, I wouldn't say like outdoorsy, but he doesn't do a lot of like sports and stuff like that. It's just not his interests. So we'll look for, we we always try to do some kind of like summer, like science camp for him. So we still have to look into that and get maybe something that going for him again this year. Heck yeah. That sounds super fun, man. Yeah. How about you? How was your week? The week was good. Uh, So like last week we had our. Uh, review and all that fun stuff and those pods were like really close together so I Mm -hmm. feel like this is a really long stretch in between podcast episodes for me that's true and all all I've been doing is working man Uh, I had to put a little pin and doing YouTube for the past two weeks just because (gasps) works works been beating me down slightly but in turn I've gotten to play a lot of live cards for those who are in the discord now uh, my team is going to be hosting about their large Astro Radiance legal event at our local card shop this Saturday, which we, if all if all things fall into place, we'll be able to stream. Uh, and I'll make sure I post links in our uh, Discord. So make sure you're a Patreon so you get that link. Um, other than that, it's just been Pokemon work. Wife came home for a little bit, and she started her new job this week, which is super cool, and I'm so proud of her. Ooh. And now she's in Vegas with her best friend watching the Jonas Brothers. I mean, if they can get their tequila for 30 bucks, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. We did go to GameStop also, and I did get cards. I already opened them, but I got cards. I got the Teflosion. I got a um, character art Frost Moth, and I got the Galarian Mr. Rhyme V. Nice. So you're ready to build the best version of Mew, correct? Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. I'm so set. Oh, man. So since Aaron and I are good at saying words. Very um, good. We're not going to do say that Pokemon this week. We leave that for Rick because he's bad at saying words. But we will jump into the news and we'll kind of trickle from the from the bottom to the big topic that we're all very excited to talk about. And first, Pokemon leagues are going to resume this week. Yes, they are. And. That is really, really good. There have been a lot of local card shops that have had a hard time keeping tournaments kind of running and having anything to really attract players in to come play in these leagues and league cups and stuff like that. However, they will not have any CP, so that means you won't get any championship points for playing in these tourneys. However, um, TPCI typically sends pretty good prizing for tournaments like this and it's just a really good sign that the pokemon nature is healing so how do you feel about the fact that there aren't going to be any points are you thinking that's because they're making it up because of how many players we have from all the previous you know seasons that haven't had an actual tournament yet or or how do you feel about it i i don't I don't think it's a bad thing. I think from a humanity standpoint, 
they want to take it step by step. So this is a baby step. Like, yes, come in. We'll have prizing support from TPCI. We'll have promo cards again. And that'll be about it. So that way, you know, maybe your first flood is like a 40-person event. Mm -hmm. And then we can kind of trickle our way back up into having more. And it we just kind of got into a really weird situation where in 2019, 2020, when that season ended, all that CP was just kind of floating in mm -hmm. vacant. And then people started this season with those same amount of points. So I feel like it'd be nice to have worlds and then kind of CP start back over again for everybody. Cause everyone's got their different methods of really getting these points to hopefully mm -hmm. get their worlds invite. Okay. And that just makes sense to me. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. Typically Reno has like one league, if you will. Uh, but Sacramento and Roseville have a lot more and they've had a really hard time opening all of their shops and all of their leagues because of this COVID stuff. So hopefully this is just a really good sign. Yeah. And then we had basically the rest of the Pokemon Go set released to us featuring uh, two Charizards. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, I mean, we all knew it was going to happen because we were supposedly getting two Blastoise, two Venusaur, and two Charizards, one in Radiant form and one in the, you know, standard Evo single prize form. Yeah. Uh, do you have any of those cards in front of you, my friend? We'll, so, we'll talk about Radiant Charizard, the new ability Zard, and then just Dragonite. I have the new ability Zard at the moment. Perfect. I'll just go with that one. So the new ability Zard is a stage two uh, evolution. It evolves from Charmeleon for those that don't know, just in case. It has the ability Fierce Burn. Each basic fire energy attached to your Pokemon provides two fire energy. You can't apply more than one Fierce Burn ability at a time. It has an attack called Flare Blitz. deals 170 damage for two fire, two colorless. Discard all fire energy from this Pokemon. Weak to water, three retreat cost. Pretty sick card. I think in GLC, this is going to be a lot of fun because there are a lot of um, single price Pokemon that have rather high energy costs. Yeah. And being able to cut that in half, basically, um, in a monotype deck, this this seems like a really, really cool card. And it's got a pretty worthwhile attack as well. Uh, we saw this with Jungle Totem on Venusaur. And I think that one came out in early Sun and Moon, if I'm not mistaken. And that uh, does basically the same thing. And Grass GLC is really good because of it. I don't... And go ahead and go, that, want to go grab the next. Yeah, we'll talk about the Radiant Charizard. And this one was a leak. It wasn't like the official release. I'm sure that they will uh, pump all of those cards out as soon as they can. Mm -hmm. Um Radiant Charizard, 160 HP, Fire Pokemon. Its ability, Excited Heart. Uh, the Pokemon's attack costs uh, one colorless less for each prize card your opponent has taken. And then for one Fire and four colorless, which is big, but plays heavily into that ability. Uh, it deals 250 damage. And then during your next turn, it can't use its only attack. Weak to Water. And again, another three retreat cost. But... This Pokemon is shiny, and this is neat at best, but I think that there are a lot of other very good artists in 
the Pokemon realm, mm-hmm. if you will, that probably could have done a better rendition of this. I wish I could find it. Excuse me, sorry, I was coughing. You're um, good, you're you good. You can also check the Instagram, we posted it there too. I could. Uh, but other than that, I think it has some playability uh, in terms of Radiant Fire Pokemon partners. I think Heatran definitely has a little bit of an edge on this Charizard, just based on circumstance. Um, but it is kind of a cool Revenge Blast type card because if your Pokemon's if your opponent's Pokemon, uh, geez, if your opponent has taken five prizes, you attack for one energy, and two hundred and fifty is really nothing to scoff at for a single prize Pokemon. That's very true. That's definitely a, and especially since it's a basic Pokemon as well because it's radiant, and that is, you're right. It's nothing to scoff at. It is definitely one of those things where you have to be wary about fire decks, um, in the in the future, or at least a deck that runs a fire energy that may run this for that very reason. You know, a couple of fire energy in there just to get that last little hit. Because a lot of times you end up with those Pokemon that have after you know hit points missing near the end of the game that you can just boss right out and finish off with this card. Right, and hitting for 250 and plus 30 with Choice Belt, I know. I'm so, I'm so big on adding 30 damage, but it's, just <laughs> such, it's such a good card. Um, but you hit that 280 mark, which is perfect for uh, every V-Star mm-hmm. and lower in the, uh, in the game right now. And speaking of V-Stars, would you like to uh, talk about Dragonite V-Star for us real quick? Yeah, Dragonite V-Star. All right, Dragonite V-Star evolves from Dragonite V, and very surprising. Is a Dragon Pokemon 280 HP. Has the attack for one water, one lightning, and two colorless. Uh, ultimate impact. Deals 250 damage during your next turn. This Pokemon can't use ultimate impact. It then has a V-Star attack. I yes. If for one colorless, it is Star Dragon. Look at the top 12 cards of your deck. You may attach any lightning and water you find there to your Pokemon in any way you like, then shuffle the deck, or shuffle the remaining cards into your deck, and obviously you can't use more than one V-Star power in a game. It is not weak to anything because it is a Dragon Pokemon, and it has a two retreat cost because I don't know why. Right. This, this thing, I would imagine it's just a little bit chonkier than Charizard, and Charizard right. has a three retreat cost on both of its active, on both of those Pokemon we just talked about. So. Unacceptable. I don't, I don't know who makes up the rules for that stuff, but they're wrong. Yes. Yeah. Um, right Right off the bat, I want to talk about that V-Star attack. So I think this is kind of a trap. Um, for one colorless, yeah, it seems really cool to be able to potentially accelerate up to 12 energy if the tall top deck of your, your cards is all right. energy. But in a 60-card deck, you have to assume that you're going to run into a lot of other stuff, and you're going to maybe grab three energy that's a fair estimate yeah Uh, i just i think in in so many ways we're in a format right now where um we're able to accelerate energy with better things like arceus and that's promised energy acceleration where this one's kind of like you could get it or you could potentially find one and then you waste your turn attacking for nothing promised so Hear me out. Add the Dragonite V-Star to the Kyogre deck with all the water energy. That way. <laughs> 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 now you just, boom, 12 energy. Wham! 
<laughs> I mean, there are going to be decks that make this work really, really well. Um, the the big thing about this card that is actually really good yeah. is its ultimate impact deals 250. And it's yes. Dragonite V that we got in Evolving Skies also deals 250. And then I think it does like 20 to all your bench Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But the V and the V Star being able to hit 250. Plus choice bell. <laughs> the magic number we keep referring back to. Plus Halucha being able to pump both of those up to 310 when swinging into a VMAX mm-hmm. is incredibly good. Um, I mean, that, I it, and it's easy. I mean, you have the Flaffy Engine. You also have, like, Melanie for your water acceleration. So it, there's definitely an easy way to get four energy on this Dragonite. Absolutely. I think that it it has 100% playability. I think if you hyper-focus on the fact that it deals 250 for a relatively reasonable attack cost, I think you can also use double turbo energy on this bad boy too. So there are ways to get this attack off relatively mm-hmm. quickly. Um, but yeah, 280 HP and being weak to nothing kind of throws off a lot of Arceus's game right now. So Dragonite Beast Star definitely gets a thumbs up for me in that aspect. Uh I think maybe Star Dragon might be used as like a last resort type of deal though. I could see that for sure, yeah. I definitely can agree with that. I mean having the two retreat costs is definitely powerful as well. It makes this an easy card to pull back onto mm-hmm. your bench, which I think is also another strength that adds to it too. Right. And then do you have the Onyx and the Steelix pulled up? And these will be the last two Go cards we talk about yeah. today. For now, yeah. So the Onyx, we'll just go through. Um, we to read them both off, or should we read one and talk about it and then read the other one and talk about it? How do you feel? Um, we'll just we'll talk about them together. So let's cool. go. You go Onyx first. I'll talk about Steelix after, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll simmer it down. Okay. So Onyx, basic Pokemon, fighting type, 120 HP. Has two attacks, first attack for three colors is Rock Tomb. 50 damage. During your opponent's next turn, the defending Pokemon can't retreat. Then it has a Wrathful Swing. For two fighting, two colorless, deals 50 times damage. This attack does 50 damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. Um, you need six damage counters to do 300 damage. That's easily. It's weak to grass. I hold, wholeheartedly support everybody playing this card. Uh, with the four <laughs> retreat cost. Which is... Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then we'll talk about Steelix. It's a 180 HP metal stage 1 for 3 colorless. It does body slam, 70 damage. Flip a coin of heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed. And then for 1 metal and 3 colorless, it does Iron Buster for 170. During your next turn, this Pokemon can't attack. Weak to fire, resistance to grass, and a retreat cost of 4. <sighs> I don't um, see where you would realistically. I mean, I guess you could still run a fighting or fighting and metal energy on both to make them work somehow. I like the Onyx with the Wrathful Swing better than I like the Steelix. To be honest, there's there's the Steelix ability is very just kind of generic. A one seventy for four energy for only one seventy, and you can't use the attack again is pretty weak in my personal opinion. We'll see how you feel about that. And whereas, like the Wrathful Swing, like I said, six damage counters on it, which there's a lot of ways to put damage counters on your own Pokemon nowadays, especially in the, uh, this meta right now. Getting to 300 to do that, to knock out of any V Star, uh, hitting anything, um, you know, one more, getting 350 is just, it's, it's quite strong. 
Yeah, I tend to agree. I definitely like Onyx more than I like Steelix. Uh, we have things in the format like uh, Old Cemetery, which you can put down, and you can play this with Cherim and accelerate that double colorless with uh, Grass Energy, so mm -hmm. that every time you put an energy on it, it puts two damage counters on it. So there are ways to definitely do it self-inflicting. Um, Gutsy Pickaxe can help you get that double fighting as well. Um, but I don't think this is going to break the format by any means. I don't think so either. It's kind of cute for a basic Pokemon. And then yeah. the Steelix, having a better attack in the form of Iron Buster for 170, but can't attack next turn. I guess that there is some merit to it. You can play it with the new Magnezone that came out in Astral Radiance and really find a way to kind of deal that uh, that tremendous amount of damage. Uh, but ultimately, these might just be for collectors. I know a lot of uh, Pokemon fans have a tremendous amount of respect for like Steelix and Onyx just because they were like, so big and kind of cool looking, like, mm -hmm. you know, the OG Pokemon. But I think that's about the, all there is to it. Yeah, I would agree. Cool. And then the big topic um, is clearly the new Mel. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, yeah, we got to see another sneak peek of the new Pokemon game that's coming out this Christmas time. And it's uh, Scarlet Violet, man. What were what were your initial thoughts? Um, initial thoughts. I I think I liked some of the some of the trailers. So spoilers for anybody who has not watched the trailer yet or is avoiding it. So please, you know, skip the next like few minutes. But if not, listen to our opinions. Um, so I kind of like the idea of where it's showing looks to be like an actual multiplayer game potentially up to like four players, maybe more. Who really knows? Which I thought was really cool. Like something new that I'm, I believe a lot of Pokemon fans have always wanted to be able to play in the same game as their friends, not just do trades or battles back and forth, but in the exact same game. Um, who doesn't like Lechunk? <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hand and get out. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I laughed. I'm like, like, did they really name a Pokemon Lechunk? I was like, you know what. It's crazy because they released like the typing for yeah. the Pokemon, and immediately it was like, okay, cool. Maybe it's like a ground or a dark type pig. This is a normal type pig Pokemon that <laughs> that that has a fantastic name, uh, but it's it's definitely very cute. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? They did not show the Oddish, which I was extremely disappointed in Pokemon about. I think the only reason we saw Smoliv the grass normal type Pokemon yeah, yeah. that they kind of, that has like Wobbuffet's face on it. <laughs> um, which again is another great name for a Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think that they specifically put that in this trailer yeah. because of the leaks for the new Oddish. And they're like, oh yeah, it's going to turn 180 degrees. And they're going to be like, oh wait, the leaks were wrong. But I think we're still getting the regional Oddish. We had better, damn it. They owe me. Yeah, exactly. You guys owe Aaron. And yeah. I know you guys listen to us. If you're a part of the Discord, you know this. <laughs> um, and and it's because Colossal made it into the video. And he I did, like, yes. There's, there's no reason for you to put Colossal in here other than to signify that some Sword and Shield Pokemon are going to make it into mm -hmm. this world. And also that we love Katana TCG and Pokedex into the group because he loves Colossal. <laughs> Um, what are you thinking about? I mean, obviously, there's gonna be the the big hits on graphics. Uh, I I like it. I 
I actually really did like Diamond and Pearl. I think like the the chibi kind of cute characters yeah. were were fun. It's a kids game at the end of the day, mm -hmm. so it's not like I was expecting Breath of the Wild or anything like that. But I think this is a really comfortable medium. I really liked Sword and Shield. I like where that was going. I was afraid that they were going to steer too heavily into the Arceus thing where um it needs to be hyper realistic the four feet in front of you but then everything beyond that seems to fizzle out where i think they've really captured how solidified this world looks from all angles and i i, I can really appreciate the work that they put into service the fans that were having so many issues with the rcs graphics and that's fair i think it's a good point to make i I didn't have a problem really with the other graphics really on in, in any of them for the most part. I really do enjoy the chibi graphics because it reminds me of Harvest Moon 64 from back when I was a kid. I loved that freaking game. So it's very nostalgic for me on the the um, Diamond and Pearl. Uh, or just, I mean, I enjoyed the graphics. I, I like, I don't like it when they put just too much empty space with nothing in it. I think that's my only real thing. I want, I want some liveliness in it. It doesn't be a ton, just some. And that's what I want to see. As long as that's there, um, I'm I'm fairly good with it. I, I care about what the Pokemon look like more than I care about the environment. As long as it's not completely just barren, I I tend to agree too. Do you think that the empty space, the vacancies, if you will, once the you know the game is live and the engine is fulfilled and stuff like that, that empty space will be filled with Pokemon? Because I know that this is going to be a you see it, you catch it type of game, right? With with a little bit of tall grass hunting and stuff like that, um, I I th I think that I obviously I don't want to like get zubatted in a dark cave. You know, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I want to be able to see everything, but I don't want everything to be so full to where I can't walk twelve feet without running into a wild Pokemon. Right. No, I do think that there'll definitely be a lot of the space filled with Pokemon, which will get adds a little bit more color, a little bit of vibrancy to it. Um. I just hope it's. I I hope the rendered distance on the Pokemon is farther than it was than in like Arceus. I feel like. Yeah, I I can agree with that statement as well. Um, and then we'll talk about basically three more things before the break in terms of Scarlet Violet. Uh, first one being the new regional Pikachu looking thing, Pawnee. It looks like a corgi with a with a pompadour haircut. Yeah, kinda. What do you What do you think about it? I mean, I don't know why are they trying to replace Yamper, damn it. <laughs> they do it every time. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't care, I guess. Mm. Not really. It's not a grass Pokemon. It's it kinda looks like Pikachu. It, nah. I, 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 it does not I don't feel good or bad really too much either way. I think it's cute. Um, obviously, like the regional Pikachus always have to have something similar to that. And then for those who don't play VGC, every single game, there's a new Pikachu replacement. We've had, you know, Emolga, Pachirisu, yeah, stuff Zumero. like that. Y yeah, like like you have the cute Pokemon that comes specific into that region, and then they do just, you kind of collect that Pokemon throughout the generations. Obviously, Pikachu is going to be available at every game. Uh, so there's no replacing Pikachu, but mm -hmm. they just definitely keep adding to the small rodent arsenal, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. It might evolve into something cool, but if it's like Bolton, then it's just kind of going to be eh. In my book. I mean, and then the... 
it's got some big old chunky arms, so I feel like it's not going to bolt in because the Emperor was still at least skinny in terms of legs. Right. Well, it was a corgi. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it was supposed to be kind of that way. Um, and then, how do you think the multiplayer is going to affect the world of Pokemon catching? Obviously, there's trading, there's battling. Uh, but does this mean like every wild encounter in the grass is going to be a double battle if you're like playing this on the same screen with like your kid or your significant other? I would hope you so, guys, but you I, guys I both can't catch one Pokemon. Right. I also think it. Um, I want to see it where it's still obviously if you're not together in the world like next to each other that the battles can be done separately entirely. So, or you can then like join in with your partner. Or if you if you both run to a Pokemon close by, so you both aim for two different ones. That's how the dual battle starts. Versus just one person. That's how you can combine into a dual battle versus just being two people throw at the one Pokemon. That yeah, then splits and, into. And because I, I, there wasn't a lot of clarification on this, do you think it's going to be like a like a same screen gauntlet type of deal? Because with the primary switch, you're able to pop off the handles and have two independent right. controllers. Do you think that we'll be able to play it like that? No. I don't yeah. think Pokemon is going to go with a couch co-op. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I was interested in the idea of it because you could just have your friends come over and right. play Pokemon together. But I could also understand implications of that because you would be stretching the screen and right. having a really hard time. Or you run into the ones where... You have to wait for the other person, or you both hit the edges of the camera, and neither of you can go to the left or right because you both would be near enough to each other. Um, right. The one cool thing that could be if they do a couch co-op, though, is that your family in the game or whatever shares your Pokemon storage. Mm, that could that, that could, could be, be cool. cool, right? And then back to your original way of playing it, like your you know separate consoles, same yeah. world type of deal. How far away do you think you could be from each other to trigger a a dual like battle, if you will? I would. Like, I feel like it would have to be like if like in the same not, like not literal patch of grass, but like field of grass. I feel like you'd have to be like within the same, like the same route. Yeah, well, uh, well not even the same route. Like you'd probably have to be within, we'll say, like thirty feet of each other, something like that. Okay, fair enough. Yep, and then last, and I know a lot of people are really interested in these, the legendaries that are going to be featured on the box of Scarlet and Violet. Yes. Which one's your favorite? Um, I would definitely have to go with, I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong, but so, uh, Miradon? I think, Miradon. I think Miradon, Miradon, Miradon sounds about yeah. right. See that Pokemon, our version. New yeah, Pokemon, exactly. we're allowed to mess it up. Like Sprigatito. Right. <laughs> no, we say that right every time. Yes, I never said it wrong once before we figured out how to say it. Um, I'm definitely, I think we'll go with that one over the other. And I kind of made a joke about it in my Monster Hunter Discord. Like, they stole Valstrax from Monster Hunter, which is basically a flying dragon. It's called the Red Comet that, like, literally just has, like, jet engines for wings. It just literally just takes off. And that's kind of what I, like, took that as a version of. Not the same color-ish. That one's more close to being black, but that's what I went for. So I'm definitely going more towards that one than the motorcycle. Yeah, and in uh, and Corridon is this big red dragon-looking thing. It doesn't appear to be floating like the Miradon mm -hmm. uh, looks like. Um, but I'm gonna 
throw some some fun trivia out to the world, courtesy of my friend Craig, who is a Pokedead listener uh, from my local town. Uh, apparently, they are translated as the ride of the uh, like the ride of the past and the path of the future, um, mm. which could play heavily into our TCG mechanic or whatever uh, that ends up becoming. But that kind of explains the. Uh, differences um, visually, if you will, where uh, Corridon looks a little bit more traditional, dragony, standing on its hind legs, and like you know, has like these cool like feather headdress looking thing, and Miradon um, is like floating, has like this electric coming off of it, has a real metallic-y essence to like its yeah. scales and its stature and stuff like that, which is really cool. I really do appreciate the Pokemon design uh, on both of these. But it was really hard to look away from the fact that Corridon has a big wheel on the front of it. Yes, it does. And 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 Miradon is not only shaped like a penis, but um, has jet engines. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's definitely hard to look away from, and I know that they use the profile images of these Pokemon specifically, so those memes would not be made. Um, however, Pokedads found them. Uh, but yeah, I think that they being the, the ride and the path definitely plays heavily into the idea of them being motorcycles being Mm -hmm. actually like mount, not mountable Pokemon. Sorry, if you're in the furry community, we're not talking about that, but, um, these are, you know, Pokemon that are loosely based on vehicles. Yeah. And, and I think that that is kind of cool. Um, I'm still tinfoiling the idea of new types being released, and I made a wild guess and said that um, Corridon would be rubber fighting and Miradon would be like sound lightning. Um, and in another data mine, they were mentioning that these would be more than dual type, potentially becoming multi-type Pokemon, which could also be another leak to what potentially becomes our gimmick if you will in the game as well as the tcg like the hoopa where it's dark and psychic right now right exactly but add a third type right which would completely skew the way weakness works so i would i would have to take into account that your multi-typing would have a base typing and then your Dance, if you will, kind of like how we had rapid strike, single strike, yeah. would af- affect your balance in typing. So you're like a primary dragon, but you could switch to ground or you could switch to electric turn based, if you will. Um, and this is all theory crafting. This is just spitballing, tinfoil hats. Like, yeah. this is something I found interesting in terms of, you know, threads that I've seen online um, and how this could be applied in the new game. And you know, there's always margin to be wrong, but it's kind of fun to guess and potentially be right. I feel like if it was to be in the card game, it would be your other your type would depend on what energies you have attached to it. I think that could be interesting. Everything is Kecleon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that's a neat way to take a spin on, you know, the new legendaries and the new gimmick. Uh, with all the information that I've kind of laid out, Aaron, what do you what do you got? Do you have any theories? Do you have any ideas? Um, I mean, I was kind of with the same theory of the you know, past and future 
uh, style on that. The, the I actually saw some art that was really incredible in the Pokemon subreddit. Uh, I think it was yesterday, if not, it was early this morning, where someone had like the actual train like riding on uh, Corydon. Which I mean, uh, so I I do like the idea of that like being your bicycle effectively in this game would be really cool. <laughs> Which I think yeah I do think that would be kind of neat. Uh, I don't think I have any other real theory crafting going on too much with it. I, I know that in some cases, especially with like uh, Corydon, is uh, you know some people are going kind of Aztec esque with it with the feathers and headdress stuff like that. I mean, like, that's a codal type of style, but though that's more of a flying actual like winged wyvern, whereas this one has no actual wings. So it's an interpretation. So I don't think. I don't necessarily know if we're gonna find see another type come into like kind of like your thought process on that. I don't feel like I feel like especially going with like a rubber. I can see Sonic before I would see. I mean, I would really think it would probably be, they'd probably call it Thunder over Sonic just because of simplicity. Yeah, vibration or sound could also become a part of that. You know, yeah. broad spectrum of guesses in ter- in terms of a new typing if it were to exist. Yeah. So I. I don't really have too much more than what you said because I we've kind of kind of come to at least some of the same conclusions or read some of the same things. So that's just kind of some of my thoughts, I guess. Right on, yeah. And if you have any thoughts or theories about um, what you think this game is going to consist mm-hmm. of or things you want to see, make sure you hit our text line eight one five seven eight two zero two zero two. We'd love to uh, um, hear your theories and thoughts, and you know, kind of banter back and forth with you about the game. Have and... they actually declared what the bad the villains team's name is yet? No. I want to know what everybody thinks the villain team names. Give me your guess. Excited to hear that. Agreed. That'd be sweet. <laughs> and then I think that this is a perfect opportunity for us to take a break, if you will. If you're watching on Twitch, we're gonna be just kind of chilling. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys in a second. Yep. The song will be a surprise. Yeah, because we don't know it yet. Uh, <laughs> Pokedads has partnered with Ink Gaming to bring you a fantastic deal. For 10% off your entire order at checkout, use code DADSPOD10. That's D-A-D-S-P-O-D-10 for 10% off all your custom playmats, custom mouse pads, custom dice bags, and a plethora of other gaming accessories. Again, use DADSPOD10 when checking out at InkGaming.com.
All right, and we're back. Woo-hoo. How was your break, Aaron? Delicious. I had to drink some of this orange Zevia mixed with carbonated water because one whole can of Zevia is just way too much like sweetness. I've, I've heard that. I feel like that's a really reoccurring theme. Yeah, I like, talked about it before. I feel like a lot of other podcasts, too, have been like, yeah, Zevia is one of those things you just need to cut with water. It is. Not die. I literally, it's, it's like drinking pure sugar with a slight orange flavor if you drink it straight, even though it's stevia, obviously, so it's not. But, um, sure. yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I do like a third of a can of uh, the Zevia with the rest of it carbonated water, and it's perfectly okay. I mean, it could be maybe slightly better, but I'm not complaining whatsoever about it. And I love sugar sweet stuff. Oh, I do too. Trust <laughs> me. I'm all, I'm all about it. Um, so what are we going to talk about at the tail end of this podcast episode, my friend? Grass Pokemon. Clearly. Sorry, yes. Rick. You overruled. <laughs> uh, but I guess on a more realer note, we are going to talk about this Regigigas, like, cool weakness box monstrosity single prize deck that's just kind of made a dent in the format coming out in Astral Radiance. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting one. I did not really see, like, taking off, I guess. Yeah, I, uh, so, so for our, for our listeners, um, mm-hmm. this, this deck is, uh, most of these Reggies came out in, the good Reggies, I suppose, came out in Astral Radiance. You have, uh, Regilecki, Registeel, Regis, Regigigas. Uh, Reggie Drago, mm-hmm. and then Regirock. Maybe I repeated that you know, one. I'm, so, you're, you're good. There's so many. Uh, it's really hard to kind of remember all of them, and they are all very similarly named. Um, but Reggie Gigas has this cool ability where if you have all of the previously listed Reggies, I'm not going to say them again, um, in play, you can accelerate... Um, I got you. What was it? Up to three energies. Yeah, you can attach up to three energy cards from your discard pile to one of your Pokemon. Yeah, which is sick. In this, because it says energies and not basic energies, you can utilize things like twin energy, double turbo energy, powerful energy, as well as Aurora, um, straight out of the discard pile onto these basic Pokemon, and then swing for whatever weakness you elect to accelerate these energies onto. And then also then comes right into its big attack, too. Off that ability, which is the Gigaton Break. For five colorless energy, deals 150 plus damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is a Pokemon VMAX, this attack does 150 more. Which is sick. 300 straight out of the gate. Right. Choice Belt makes it 330. Powerful (laughs) energy adds 20 per. It's, it's, it hits like a brick, man. Uh, I've watched a lot of content creators play this deck on PTCGO, mm-hmm. and I I have to be honest with you, man. I don't think that this deck is a meme. Obviously, you don't leave yourself any bench space for things like Mana Feed to kind of keep you in the game, but they don't have to evolve. It's true. Yeah, and you have the potential to swing for Fighting Weakness, Electric, um, Water, and then the other three don't really have any... I guess steel. Steel's somewhat prompt. Yeah. It's it's good because of uh, the Rise and Ice Rider, I suppose, but that's about it. Um, But yeah, it seems like it has the potential to be 
a really powerful deck going forward. And I mean, congrats to Single Prize for <laughs> making a comeback in some form or fashion. So, do we want to go through just the deck list? Well, I'll go through the deck list, and then we can kind of break down what the trainers are for, how you would you would run this deck, why why some of the trainers are in there, and maybe what you might even swap out. I think would be a good way to go through this at this point. Yeah, absolutely. So, for Pokemon, there are twelve Pokemon. In this case, you run two of every Reggie. So you run two Reggie Gigas, two Reggie Drago, two Reggie Rock, two Reggie Lecky, two Reggie Steel. And two Reggie Ice. Trainer cards, there are 37. You run four Ultra Balls, one Super Effective Glasses, one Cynthia's Ambitions, one Bruno, one Zinnia's Resolve, three Poke Gear, two Bosses Orders, two Screw Up Nets, one Path to the Peak, one Choice Belt, three VIP Battle Pass, uh, one Hisuian Heavy Ball, one Clara, two Stormy Mountains, four Professor's Researches, four Quick Balls, one Air Balloon, four Ordinary Rods. And then for energy, it's two powerful colorless energy, two twin energy, two capture energy, four aurora energy, and one speed light. Total of 60. Yeah, that uh it's it's a cool deck because, like I mentioned before, they're all basics. But you're also not limited to just playing the Regilecki um or Regidrago that came out. In Astro Radiance, you can also play the Reggie Alecki that came out in Evolving Skies that has the Terra Spark attack for two lightning, one colorless. You deal 120 damage, and then you discard all lightning energy from this Pokemon. This attack also does 40 damage to two of your opponent's bench Pokemon, which might not be significantly better. However, um, it does have a lesser retreat cost, which could potentially be more useful. And then you also have the option of the Reggie Drago that came out in Evolving Skies as well. That does hammer in for 30 and for 2 grass and 1 fighting. It does Dragon Energy, which is 240 damage, and it does 20 less for each damage counter on this Pokemon. Which like, I, I, like, I like that there's options. That's always kind of a, f- a fun thing. And so we'll just give uh, an idea of what the Reggie Drago does in uh, Astral Radiance. Is that It has the ability Dragon's Horde. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon is in the active spot, you may draw your cards until you have four cards in your hand. You can't use more than one Dragon's Horde ability each turn. Uh, though its cost is one Grass, one Fire, and one Colorless for Giant Fangs for 160 with a three retreat cost. Obviously, no weakness. Um, you're going to be really relying on those Aurora energies if you're going to need to play specifically on the Ready Drago in this case. For sure. And, you know, it's cool because at any given moment, you're able to just attack with whatever you want man mm-hmm. um the the registeel has regigate um you search your deck for a basic pokemon and put it on your bench so if you start with registeel you have the ability to get your board state established um if you start with um regirock it does the same and if you start with regie ice if i'm not mistaken it also has the same so there's really no bad start in this deck other than you know, giving your opponent a bunch of mulligans and opportunities to, you know, climb into the game. Uh, but I've seen a lot of excitement with this deck in terms of expanded play because there's so many other Reggies available mm. in sets. And it doesn't specifically mention which Reggies you have to use. So 
Um, there's other abilities for previous Regis um, that just make this deck even more powerful in that format. And there's just a lot more special energy in the other formats, too, that can really make this deck a monster. Okay. So, I guess in this case, Drew, if you were going to play this deck, what is kind of... I mean, obviously the goal is to get all the Regis on the board, on your bench, and in your active mm -hmm. spot. Um, so, what does this deck do in terms of... How how does it how is it synergized with the rest of the cards and the trainers and the energy in the deck to help keep all those on the bench or in your active spot while also providing support to them at the same time? Well, you can run high quick ball ultra ball counts because your energy is fair game. Um, you're accelerating it out of the discard pile. You're hardly ever attaching any energy unless it's like capture energy to go get another Reggie to establish an early board state. If you're going second on your first turn, you can attack with any of these Regis as long as all of them are in play at one time. Um, there, Obviously, if you are up against something that shuts down single prize Pokemon abilities like Neutralizing Gas, it will be a little more difficult to overcome those types of situations but you have outs because you're playing things like Aurora Energy to attack with things like Regirock that can help you take care of the wheezing plays, but I think we're more focused on using Regirock as like your sole attacker for taking down things like Arceus. Um, the Reggie Gigas that we had talked about before with its Gigas Hunt Break attack dealing 300 damage plus a powerful energy can also help you overcome things like Mew VMAX. And you're only giving up one prize at a time so there's just plenty of opportunities for you to get your bench well-established. Uh, I think you had mentioned earlier that Zinnias is in this deck too. Yeah. So if your opponent has also established a board state, a lot like the way um, Mew clearly does with its uh, 12 VIP passes <laughs> in its first turn, and um, you know anything using the Drizzle line for Keep Calling, you're able to you know discard a couple energy into the discard pile, draw up to four to five cards depending on how many bench pokemon your your opponent has and really just take advantage of your opponent setting up where you're really not losing anything if you get knocked out like if you take three turns to set up you can still take three prizes with one regigigas attack okay i do like that i also like the fact that especially with this deck is you have the claros you have the nayrod so if they are able to take out your 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 Reggies, you're able to get them back easily enough. Get them mm -hmm. either drag pull them from the, the the deck or using like Clara to get them back in your hand and go from there. Um, the, the battle VIP pass is also great because there is a lot of discarding in this in this deck. So even if you don't get them at the beginning, they're at least easy enough to toss away and get out of your hand for other cards and free up that deck that hand space and you know free up that space in your deck. I, I agree, and like you don't need to rely on well, you physically can't. But you don't need to rely on things like your utility cards like Luminion, Crobat, to help you draw more cards. You have the Reggie Drago that with the Dragon Horde ability uh, to draw cards. If you're, you know, utilizing all of your things like multiple Ultra Ball, you can get Reggie Drago into the active using things like Scoop Up Net, which can pick up anything in this deck and draw four cards and kind of get back into the uh, game that way. I just, I think, obviously, there is margin for error. You can completely flop. You're only playing 12, what, 12 Pokemon total as is? 
because you're playing two copies of every, Correct. every Reggie. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so there's going to be opportunities for your opponent to just kind of get mulliganed into the sauce. But once you establish board state, Reggie Gigas definitely has the potential to take advantage of any deck in the format right now. All right. Um, I don't think I have anything more really to add to that. Um, I guess the question is, based off the deck that we've kind of seen and we've kind of looked over, what would you potentially change to try to improve it yourself? Um, I, can I change the cards themselves? Because Reggie Lecky having two cards with no free retreat just feels super bad. Um, sure. No, I, I I wish that that was something that could <laughs> uh, potentially happen. Yeah, because then because then you'd have uh, opportunities to use things like escape rope to get the appropriate Reggie into the active at any given moment, where you basically have to promote the Reggie you're going to attack with every turn, recoil from what your opponent just did to you, and find a way to get all those energies back onto your Reggies. Um, like you had mentioned before, Ordinary Rod and Clara help you, you know, if you, with a G-Max Rapid Flow, at best, you lose two Regis. Clara yeah. will pick those two Pokemon back up out of the discard pile and you can put them right back into play and boom, you're, you're cooking. Um, but I think the, the means other than Scoop Up Net to pivot more in this deck would be more beneficial. Um, your Temple of Sinnoh is going to pose a real threat to this deck because all your special energy are worth one colorless. And if Regigigas is only accelerating three of those energy at a time, your twin energies and double turbos won't be worth um, the full cost to attack with Regigigas, and your Aurora energy will not be worth the um, energy to supplement the rest of the Regis. So definitely playing like Path to the Peak would be um, the ideal stadium for this and playing like a three count might be safe okay all right then yeah so i think we've kind of spoken our piece on this deck you know if you again i'm going to rinse and repeat this again but uh if you're really having fun playing this deck or if you have any questions or you know you have some experiences you'd like to share make sure you hit our text line 815-782-0202 and uh you know send your screenshots of how the how you won and what deck you beat too. We love seeing that stuff. Hell yeah, we do. And if you need any of the cards to build this deck, make sure you join our Patreon and hang out in our Discord and we'll get you there. <laughs> Sell out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So um I guess that is it for us at this point then. So um sadly I we actually didn't even mention it. But Rick is out sick today. Just, just in case <laughs> no, you guys we got rid of him. He's yeah, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. Everybody's gone. I forgot. Right, but actually, in actuality, he's got rid of him, and he's sick. Just so you all are. Um, right. He'll be back next week, I believe, as long as he is uh, feeling better. So, anybody who is listening that is already part of our Discord, make sure you wish him some. Uh, you know, wish him well. I guess is the best way to just to say that, so that he gets better as soon as possible. But uh, I'm trying to remember, I haven't had to do Rick's outro in so long. I'm, I'm, I, it's scary at this point. God. So uh, if you like what we do, do all the things Rick tells you to do with five star and five star pats on backs and all of the iTunes, the other uh, you know, uh, Spotify and other places you listen to your podcasts. Give them to us. We need them. 
we appreciate them. Yeah. <laughs> um, in addition to that, I want to thank you guys for all listening. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Andrew, do you have anything? Um, I'll have uh, the Pokemon Go proxy decks live on Katana TCG YouTube channel uh, next week. And that is actually, uh, has been a lot of fun proxy testing and stuff like that. Uh, it's really funny because my team and I are practicing a lot of Astral Radiance right now. And I'm like, okay, but can I sneak in a couple games with these Pokemon Go decks? Because I'm like really mm-hmm. interested in them. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, um, just hit us up. You know, hey, you had five seven eight two oh two oh two, baby. <laughs> we want to hear from you, and we, uh, you know, are very thankful that you're listening to our pod. Yep. Uh, actually, Drew, I just realized, do you have any packs you can open? Because I don't. I am no, out too. We, so we, we apologize, are going to guys. Make Rick, distribute whatever he sees fit to the listeners this week, and uh, if he makes it back from his sickness, then maybe there'll be cool stuff next week on next week's pod. Yep. So do we want to do a question so Rick has to give them something for them to answer? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want me to come up with the question? You got it. I don't have any questions. Like, you know, it popped in my head right now, so no. Hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, I do have one. All right, send it. All right, so the question is, what Pokemon did not show up in the, Violet, uh, the Pokemon Violet and Scarlet uh, trailer that I complained about not being there? That's a good one. There we go. Go answer that, and you'll get a surprise to whoever the winner is this week when Rick decides what it is. Use tissue from Rick because he's sick. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Get it graded. Uh. (laughs) Make sure he signs it, too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, um, this has been fun. Go ahead and sign us off. Hope everybody has a wonderful evening, afternoon, morning. Uh, waking up in the middle of the night and having some coffee for no apparent reason, like, you know, I know people to do, uh, you know, sneaking out on your diet, go get yourself a Baja Blast because you're watching your other podcast or drink it on stream, just taunting you the entire time. Uh, you grabbing those cards you need, becoming a Patreon and telling us about all your awesome pulls and letting us help you out with stuff. And we'll see you next time. Drew, thanks off. Back look at him and his cheating ways with his actual Baja Blast because he's allowed to, or is I to drink healthy ish stuff? Ain't nothing healthier for your mental than Baja Blast. I mean, that's like, true, that's why I had like three of them before I went on di- my diet. I'm proud of you, <laughs> yeah. Fill up the, the, the tank. <laughs>